until the ground began to crack and hiss and shake like pudding. Polaris's battery started to leak. Davy's stomach did a somersault. They dashed for the scooter, and just as Davy reached for the handlebars, ba-boom! Water rushed down the canyons, raced through the riverbeds, and flooded into empty oceans. The scooter screamed ahead of the crashing waters. Davy didn't dare look back. He could hear the roar right behind him. Later that day, Davy and Polaris bounded through the door. Well, young man, did you find something to do? His mother asked. Polaris sneezed. Davy smiled. Red mud oozed out of his pants. His mother turned around slowly and peered out the door. Oh, my, she said. At first, everybody was happy to have water back on Mars, especially because the Martians started bathing again. No one was happier than Davy, who spent much of his time surfing. But soon, many more people came from Earth, and they came with ships and hotels and sunscreen. Oh, dear, Davy's mother sighed one day. I miss our old Mars without so many people around. Maybe we should move to Saturn, Davy's father suggested, and Davy's eyes grew big. Davy knew there was nothing to do on Saturn. The End You've been listening to There's Nothing to Do on Mars by Chris Gall, narrated by Jim Colby, and directed by Ethan Abbott Gamache. This book is copyrighted 2008 by Chris Gall. This recording is copyrighted 2008 by Recorded Books. And thank you for being a Recorded Books